Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kalen McCain. It's the week of September 16, 2023. Our local stories this week feature blood donations, a playground, and a coat drive. All of that and more after the big picture. A golf clinic at the Riverside Casino for Disabled Veterans drew over 200 participants this week from 33 states. Around 400 volunteers worked the event to make accommodations for people with amputations, vision impairments, head trauma, and other disabilities. Professional Golfers Association instructor Mike Arms was one such volunteer. He said his lessons at the golf clinic were tailored to participants. The problem is, with a lot of the injuries and the disabilities that they have, the traditional golf swing just doesn't work, so we have to figure out different ways for them to hit the ball and most most important thing is to enjoy it because you've got veterans with PTSD and lots of things going on that for them to come out and be with other veterans is is a good psychological boost for them. Bill Lippincott, a veteran whose leg was amputated, said the week presented a rare chance to spend time with people in similar shoes. It's a camaraderie between all of us and and the military. We lose as soon as we get out of here, you know? And something that can bring us all back together and meet and talk is it's, it's like talking to a long lost brother. Because all the different all the different branches are all, all different stories from the ages from 107 down to, you know, down to 20 whatever. You know, we're all we all still have the same no matter what combat and no matter what we did, we all still had the same problems. Joseph Graham served in the Gulf War and is now blind in one eye. He said it was an inspiration to see so many other people on the green. I see a lot of people out here that have a lot worse disabilities than I do, but yet uh, I've gotten a chance to meet a lot of people. And it's hard to feel bad about yourself when you see so many people that have so many other disabilities. You just support each other. That's what it is. And it kind of humbles you. Not that I'm a proud person anyway, but that's what it's all about. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. With a blood donor rate around 20%, blood drive organization Impact Life says Washington is one of its most successful stops. Lions Club Blood Drive Chair Ron Anderson said the status was a point of pride. Well, it's community service, and it's something that needs to be done, and uh, it's not hard to do, so it just takes a little time, but yeah, we're, we're happy to do it. The Blood Center says all the time that Washington's one of the better turnouts, and Washington should be proud of that. Local volunteer groups like Anderson's are likely to thank for the trend. Kiwanis AM Drive Coordinator Dan Tweeten said the arrangement boosted turnout. Uh, you know, they do a great job trying to get uh, people in to get blood donated, but if we can have local clubs get involved, that just makes it 
more of a community involvement. The next regularly scheduled drive is at UP Church October 12, hosted by the Optimist Club. Coordinator Dan Pfeiffer said the group was happy with the community's turnout, but hoped to attract more young donors moving forward. We're still just scratching the surface as far as people who could give. And we're always in, and as, as we get older, there we can't give, give as often. So we're, we're really like to get the word out and try to get new young donors. A new playground at Washington's Wellness Park is expected to open before the month's end. Park's superintendent Nick Pacia said the structure was built but closed until a safe fall rubber surface was installed. Once finished, he said the playground would be fully ADA compliant. It was a priority because uh, currently the other playgrounds uh, within the city parks are not necessarily ADA compliant. And so this, um, you know, was designed to make sure that we had ADA accessibility uh, for folks with, you know, mobility issues or, um, you know, say on the autism spectrum, we've got some different motor skill uh, playthings on there from sounds, you know, uh, to different things they can feel and touch and stuff like that. The feature is one of several steps planned to make the wellness park, quote, more like a park, according to Pesha. Uh, We've got a nice pavilion up there currently, uh, the Rotary and uh, David Collins Memorial Pavilion up there right across from the playset. And then this playset helps it kind of transition more to, um, you know, a regular park with some more amenities uh, for younger kids. And it also helps, you know, with even all the sports tournaments going on, this, you know, it gives uh, siblings an opportunity to, to play around while, you know, maybe an older brother or sister is playing softball or baseball or soccer. It gives some of the younger kids something to do. The project was funded by several sources. The list includes a $150,000 riverboat grant, a $100,000 match from the city, and $30,000 from the Hotel Motel Committee. Pacia said area businesses and organizations had chipped in some money and supplies as well. That's what that was really neat to see is just all the support from the community and the different, um, you know, the different groups and businesses that that rallied to to get on board with this project. And everybody is really excited, you know, when you kind of see some conceptual designs of the project. Every, it was, it was uh, you know, well needed and 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 really wanted uh, up at the parks. The Washington Public Library, YMCA, and Farm Bureau begin their annual coat drive next week. Warm Up Washington gathers the winter wear for community members in need. Farm Bureau agent and event organizer Ann Williams said donated coats, gloves, scarves, and hats would make a big difference. Because there is a population, you know, in our midst that they don't have the resources. And particularly this year, with the economy the way it is, you know, money is is tight for people. And we never want children or adults going cold. And we have many people that are walking to and from school, and we want to make sure that they are uh, warm and, and comfortable. The distribution period for the drive will start earlier than normal this year on October 17. Williams said that was intentional. We want to get it in the hands of the people sooner than we did last year because we had a cold snap, if you remember, last year. It came much earlier than anybody expected, and we had not given out our coats, and that that made us uh, feel uncomfortable that we weren't reaching our people quick enough. So we're going to try and make that sooner. That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week right after this. Hey! 
Unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three-part lunch special they've got for $12.12. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for $21.12. And you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Mid-Prairie held its first homecoming parade in recent memory this week. Students marched, drove, and rode up Main Street in Wellman before dispersing for kickball, powder puff, and the coronation of the homecoming court. High school principal Chuck Banks said it was a great way to get the kids fired up about their school. We had some community members of Paris and just thought it'd be a great idea to kind of make the week a little more exciting for the kids. They came to us about three or four weeks ago and we started planning and here we are. It's a little bit unknown because we've never done it before, but I think kids are excited, and I think each year we do it, it'll build and build. Hopefully at some point we can get community involved and, um, you know, just really make it a, a tradition that happens every year. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union. To advertise on the show, call 319-653-2191. To advertise for the show, call a friend and tell them we exist. Either way, we really appreciate the help. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kalen McCain. Happy ragweed allergy season!